Welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast in the week which dawned with Real Madrid emerging from their darkest hours in a season which seemed to be engulfed by catastrophe but now appears to have glimmers of hope as Solari's team made it four wins and four with 16 goals scored and just two against as opposed to only four goals in the previous seven and 13 conceded and with that it was enough for Perez to appoint Solari on a full-time basis with a contract which runs through to June of 2020. Now, a quick update on the Palacios transfer situation. He played in the weekend's Copa Libertadores final, Boca against River Plate. Uh, Rodolfo D'Onofrio, the River president, has reiterated after the game that negotiations will begin with Real Madrid after the second leg. But Tregueño, as we know, had already had contacts with Enzo Francescoli, and it seems only a matter of time until that deal is rubber-stamped. Now, Solari was straight out of the blocks on Monday to defend his captain, Sergio Ramos, who's been in the firing line for most of the season so far, it seems. Our captain, he said, is honest and brave. We know this is a contact sport, and collisions take place at high speed. There is never any bad intentions with him, unquote. Uh, the general view of the comments was uh, amusement around those who were listening. Uh, the fact he'd managed to get all of that out whilst keeping a straight face. Ramos' new nickname, by the way, uh, The Angel. One man, Solari, has made it his priority to get the best out of is Gareth Bale. Asked what his best position was, he said, I want him to be at his best everywhere. He has the ability to play all over, even on the left, which is where he said, remember, he played for Tottenham. Uh, it's important he grabs every game and dominates. He was excellent in the Champions League last week. He clearly has decided then the best way to go about getting the best out of Bale is the old arm-round-the-shoulder routine as opposed to continually attacking him through the newspaper columns. Lucas Vasquez was another who spoke with the media. So much, he said, for the crisis. Uh, we're just four points behind Barcelona. Some crisis we have here. We will continue to fight to reduce the gap and to work toward winning the title. Petrugueno was on record as saying that we are so happy with what Solari is doing at the moment. He's had a complicated weekend, of course, with injuries to key players. Benzema, he said, has been spectacular. Overall, we have very good players here. The team is getting better. The squad has in it the ability to challenge for everything. So there you go then, the words of Butragueno. When was the last time you heard anybody in an official status at Real Madrid describe Caddy Benzema as being spectacular? On the transfer front, despite Benzema being enveloped with praise over the last couple of days, Perez said to be still determined to land a big-name striker for next year. Icardi, Dybala, Kane, all on the list, as indeed is Piatek of Genoa, who hit nine goals in 11 games at the start of the season. And that's also got him his first full international caps as well. He played for Poland against Republic of Ireland and indeed Portugal. The belief is in this inflated transfer market that he represents good value and it would cost around 60 million. Napoli, remember, have already tried it in vain to try and lure him. Uh, they were simply brushed away and said, uh, just go away. We're not interested in selling to you. It does, though, remain a gamble for Real Madrid. Remember, this is only Pietek's first season in the top flight.
are just staying with Solari and the weekend victory. They do love a statistic. After four games in charge, it's official. Solari has had the best four-game start of any coach in the last 116 years. Back with Caddy Benzema. Milan have allegedly been back in touch for the third time in the last 12 months to try and prize him away, but... Benzema remains steadfast in his view that he wants to finish his contract at Madrid and will not be going anywhere despite Milan upping their offer from 60 to 65 million. Some news from Paris Mbappe has been freely admitting that if PSG don't win the Champions League, he will leave. And that message has been conveyed to the hierarchy. Madrid, it seems, on permanent standby. Remember, should he be allowed to leave, he feels that even with this galaxy of stars on the roster, they are still not good enough to win Champions League. And staying on the big money signings, uh, Solari is siding with Perez in his view that Angola Conte would be an exceptional signing for Madrid and Asensio or possibly Isco could be used as bait to try and secure the deal. And indeed, Isco's situation is now becoming a daily topic of conversation for the media in Madrid. Along with Asensio, the big question is to either have a long-term future with Madrid under Solari with Lucas, Ceballos, Vinicius beginning to see more time under Solari. A turning point in both time here may well have just arrived. An interesting mini-rant from Zlatko Dalic, the Croatian coach, has been reported who had a comment on those who believe that Luka Modric best is now being well and truly passed and it's all downhill from here after what's been a difficult few months. I've never doubted Luka, he said. We will see his best again soon. When Madrid lose a match, they tend to look for the culprit first amongst the foreign-based players and then blame either Luka, Cruz or somebody else. Well, be that as it may, it's difficult to argue against those who believe that Modric's best days for Madrid might be behind him. And at 33, he needs to be managed in respect of the number of games and the time that he plays to actually get the best out of him. Uh, Antonio Conte, who had been the subject of fierce speculation over the past few weeks, was interviewed by Italian television and inevitably the subject of Ramos's quotes that respect is not imposed, it's one, came up. His reply, when a coach arrives, he said, he should bring education and respect, which is expected from the players also. If this fails, the problems begin. He went on to explain further about what you should expect from him. Italian technicians, he said, have a great work culture. When you enter, though, a new club environment, you cannot change everything on day one. It has to be done little by little and over time. On his own future, he said, I will wait until next season. Now, Neymar and Mbappe have again been making waves at PSG. Luis Figo has uh, had a few words. He was interviewed. He said, under normal circumstances, Neymar could and should be one of the best players in the world. But it depends now on how many trophies he goes on to win with his club. I don't know if he will still stay at PSG in the medium term. If a player does not want to stay somewhere, I don't think any club can keep him. Can he go to Madrid? Anything, he said, is possible. Now, the goalkeeping battle for supremacy has been clearly won by Thibaut Courtois. And the reasons behind Solari's decision to go with the Belgian 
have been made more clear over the last 24 hours. He believes that Courtois is mentally tougher than Navas, as well as being a more rounded shot stopper. Plus, and this is almost as important as well, as being the club's only major signing this summer, it made sense that he was appointed as the number one. And with that, Navas' name again making newspaper columns in Italy, with the Juventus rumour again reignited, especially in light of Juve's defeat to Manchester United last Wednesday. Navas himself, though, has said that he is happy where he is. But at 31 years of age now, he appears to have uh, little time left, really. And the fact that he's lost his Champions League place that may well change his long-term view. Now, just prior to the weekend, the former favourite, Claude Makaleli was having his say on Karim Benzema. He doesn't deserve the criticism that he gets, he said, but to silence his critics, he must do it on the pitch. The club, though, he said, also must do its best to protect the players. He added on Vinicius, there is no age limit when you should be mature enough. If you are good enough, you play. We've seen it with Mbappe. Certainly seems, doesn't it, that uh, with Solari, Vinicius is going to get the chance denied to him under Lopetegui. Now, one who will arrive in January, Mario Hermoso of Espanyol. Uh, Real Madrid will exercise their option to buy in January, despite the fact, by the way, that Bayern Munich are also interested. Uh, the fee, 7.5 million for the 23-year-old who came through the Madrid ranks before moving to Espanyol last year. And of course, he is very well known indeed to Solari. Uh, one rumour being shot down includes the sale of Marcelo to Juventus in January. It's also interesting to hear Roberto Martinez fanning a few flames prior to the weekend when pressed on Real Madrid. He replied, the only thing that interests me at the moment is the Belgian team. Uh, but he also said, I don't want to say if my agent or me has had any contact with Madrid. So it sort of answered the question, really. Pochettino, of course, was also probed as well on the build-up to the weekend about this alleged 15 million per season deal offered from Madrid. He said simply, a new rumour appears every day. The most important thing people should know is that I am focused on Tottenham. Our fans should know this, and of course, so should Daniel Levy. Arsene Wenger also had his say. I have several offers on the table, but Real Madrid isn't one of them. To be honest, he said, I've not made a decision on my future, but Real Madrid haven't been in contact, so I haven't turned them down. I will, though, he said, make a decision on my future in January. Now, behind closed doors, it says that Perez has seen enough of a decline in Sergio Ramos's play to realise that his best days are now gone. The finding of a replacement will not be easy, but just as they plucked Ramos uh, from relative obscurity and moulded him into the defensive titan that he became back in 2005, and Real Madrid sees similar in Matis de Ligt of Ajax. At just 19, he's already an 11-cap international senior player. He's already played as well 56 full games at Ajax, scoring six goals as well 
And he's a player that many believe inside the club is one who has a significant future ahead of him. Now, it was also revealed over the course of the last week just how close Real Madrid had come to signing Mbappe before he moved to PSG. It was back in the summer of 2017 after agreement had been reached in principle with player and his agents for a 240 million euro switch. However, when PSG got wind of the deal, it was they who swooped with more cash and the promise of Neymar's arrival was enough to sway the decision. And Mbappe's other requests, well, these raised more than the odd eyebrow, tripling his salary if he won the golden ball, 50 hours of private jet flights a year. Both of those were turned down, but what they did pay... €30,000 per month for rent, plus his entourage, which included, wait for it, a butler, a driver and security guard. Now, also over the last seven days, of course, there has been a Champions League victory in Pilsen, which was cause for Karim Benzema to celebrate as he passed the 200-goal mark to go to 201. He also bypassed Ruud van Nistelrooy in the Champions League goals to go to 57, third on the all-time list. And Bale's drought as well ended after 532 minutes. It was a memorable night too for Javier Sanchez, who started his first Champions League game uh, coming on for Ramos. And naturally, after the game, actually, Benzema was one of the first out and one of the first interviewed. He said, sometimes people simply don't understand what I do on the pitch. As for the criticism, I simply don't think about it anymore. I'm 30 years of age. I have children. When I go out onto the pitch, I don't just want to score goals. I want to play well and I want to give assists. A striker, he said, has to know how to play and do more than just score goals. Well, regardless, his is a name that stimulates much debate. And despite his own view on what he should be doing, fans, critics and media will all point to a simple fact. A striker is bought to score goals in the same way a keeper is bought to make saves. Anything else is a bonus. And finally today, one other rumour just beginning to circulate surrounds Alexis Sanchez at Manchester United. It's said that they're prepared to let him go in January with Real Madrid being the preferred destination. PSG's name has also been linked. Sanchez, who will be 30 on December the 19th, has had a disastrous time since ending his best ever season as a player back in 2016-17 when he scored 24 goals in 38 appearances for Arsenal. Whether Madrid would want to take an ex-Barcelona player, well, seems unlikely to some, but stranger things have happened in football. It's also alleged his agent, Fernando Felicevic, has already been in contact with Real Madrid. And that just about wraps it up then for this week's podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Don't forget, you can get in touch on Facebook or indeed on Twitter. Enjoy the international break wherever you're watching your football and we'll see you all again next week.